You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This podcast is brought to you by Texture.com. Check it out. You can get any magazine you want digitally, offline, or online. Basically. People call it the Netflix of magazines. You can download it to any device. And good magazines, too, not just some random ones. You can get Entertainment Weekly, ESPN, Sports Illustrated, Traveler, uh, Shape, Bon Appetit if you like to cook, Vanity Fair. Check it out in our show notes. Again, texture.com. That helps us out keeping this podcast free for everyone. And their offer right now is you can read all summer long. Well, I know summer's halfway over by now, but three months for just $10 long. Just check our show notes and uh, give texture.com a try. Now on to the show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jeremy Moss here from collegefootballnews.com. Backslash, yes, backslash at the moment, MWC Wire. For all that fun stuff on Facebook and Twitter, just search us there. Back for our second uh, daily show, the short form version. If it's the first time joining us, uh, thanks. Again, I'm Jeremy Moss here. Obviously, all Mountain West, what we're talking about. So if you stumble across us one way or another, really appreciate it. Thank you. We're on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, TuneIn, YouTube. However, if you are a Patreon subscriber, patreon.com backslash MWCWire. Trying to help our riders out, give a buck here or there. If you do that, you'll get this um, probably half a day before. This should be going out Wednesday afternoon, evening, depending your time zone. Won't be released everybody else Thursday morning. Crossing my fingers, no crazy news happens between now and then when I'm recording this, which um, still, uh, let's just say, it's, I'm just going to say it's not going to happen, but let's get into the show here. Again, this is about 15, 20 minutes, kind of news of the day, some of my musings, because uh, not everything goes on the website. We write about some stuff we just chat about here, maybe we will write later. Big topic within our world, I guess. I talked about the American and their Power 6 initiative the other day, kind of foolish, kind of silly. Um, one of our other writers and podcast hosts for our long-form show, Matthew Kennerly, put a four-point presentation on our website. Go check it out if you haven't, talking about why it's kind of foolish or absurd to think why the American deserves a Power 6 um, consideration. And some of the comments are funny. And it, it's um, it, to his article, it's point kind of stands. They don't schedule a ton of P5 teams. But then again, you have, what, four games to schedule that out. Navy has even fewer because they always play Army and Air Force every year for that CIC Commander-in-Chief trophy. But it is it's it's it is hard to get P5 games. And there's also bowl record, which some in the comments I'll just credit. Oh, who cares, bowl records? But some of the best comments are hilarious. This one is amazing because how weird it is and how you can insert Sunbelt, Conference USA, Mountain West, any conference that's not a power one. And one of their comments was, yeah, if you give um, type of mon- this type of money, $25 million to the American, they'd get better players which is one of the arguments in the post, which is true. If you're a University of Houston, you'll get Ed Oliver every now and then. Hype guy to high school. Boise State's getting a little bit better recruits here and there. But if you're Hawaii, New Mexico, um, schools like Florida Atlantic, or even other schools within the uh, Stick with the American Conference, Temple as well. They're SMU. They have a guy who's going to possibly get taken pretty high in the NFL draft as a wide receiver. You'll get those every now and then. You'll develop guys. to so be get top-notch talent like Ed Oliver, it's pretty rare. And Houston's done a good job, but... Their point was, well, if you give them that money, they'll be just as good. It says here, give each American 
team, $24 million per year, a contractual spot, and accessible every year in the P5 tag, and they will not only get star players. It's laughable. They don't, they start wiping the floor with many of the current power teams. Well, that can be said about Mountain West, half the teams. You give San Diego State P5 money, give them P5 access to a bowl game, Mountain West champ automatically goes to the Fiesta Bowl every single year. Of course, it's absurd, some of these fans, and some are in these comments, and some are funny. Oh, don't, bowl games don't matter. Well, you got to compare somehow. And it's also not fair if, like, the Mountain West or American to, while those two are higher above, closer to P5 than not, they're still miles away because, again, it's all money. And I joked about it, like, oh, it's never going to happen. What's this initiative? It's stupid. It's it's foolish. However, getting your name out there is a big deal, and we're talking about it. A lot of people are talking about it. We posted this little piece on Reddit, a bunch of comments, 40 or 50 or so, so not too bad for us. But then at American Media Days out there in uh, Rhode Island, I believe Newport is where it's at, and I'm looking at an article from the dailystampede.com that covers South Florida for SB Nation. And they wrote a, wrote a good article. And going through what Mike Oresco, because he spoke about this, um, I believe it was um, today, um, within the past day or two. Their article was published July 19th. So that was uh, currently recorded a few hours ago. And they handed out golf balls with the P6, helmets to a Vern Lundquist, Uncle Vern getting that type of treatment, um, branding on the outside. And when you hear Oresco talk about it, it's not far-fetched. His point is and as I made before, well, my point is there's no spot at the table. It's not like there's a. If you listen to our other podcast the other day, it's not like the old BCS where there was technically stuff in play to be promoted. Essentially, even though Mountain West reached their criteria, they still didn't get in. So Mike Oresco, the commissioner, makes a good point. Like he's not trying to get the spot because he knows there's not a seat at the table. And his big thing is that there's a huge gap, about thirty million dollar gap between American and. Big 12, they got $35 million. Big 10 is going to get up over $50 million with their new deal with Fox and ESPN extending the conference. SEC has their own network. ACC soon to follow with a ton of money. Even the Pac-12 where they're not extremely happy, still getting 25 a minimum, million more dollars. And so he, he's a former TV guy, so that's where he's coming from. And he's talking about, here's a couple of quotes here. He's like, to be honest, this whole Power 5 thing was irritating me to no end, which true. Exactly. And he knew that was going to be a huge obstacle for us. And we wanted to achieve as a, and what we wanted to achieve as a conference. It is because like, Oh, patent ahead, Boise state, you do a good job. Patent ahead TCU when they're in the mountain West or a Northern Illinois going to the orange bowl or even a UCF, even though they crushed Baylor in the Fiesta bowl a while back in that first year, he had Houston beat, uh, beat Florida state in the Fiesta bowl or excuse me, peach bowl. And so he took a couple of years to figure out a campaign. And here's, and here's a point. Maybe we missed a little bit of article kind of, they said the league's won 19 P5 and games against Notre Dame the past two years. I'm not going to look it up, but I trust him. That's a good amount. That's about one and a half per team. You count 20 because Temple beat um, Notre Dame. Again, Houston, Florida State, um, Houston, Oklahoma, Louisville, stuff like that. And here's what he goes to deeper. He's won national championships in men's basketball and women's basketball, Connecticut. We have Olympic champions. One of our Olympic golfers um, just won some award out of SMU, paying cost of attendance. They are in big markets. Cincinnati's pretty big. South Florida down to Miami. Um, while Houston, University of Houston, is in that Houston market. I'm from there. Big market, but again, even if Houston does great, it's still a Texans team. It's a Rockets team, a pro sports town team. Even before you get to the Cougars, you got Texas A&M, University of Texas. It's They're down on the depth chart. Even if they are good, it's tough to get them up there. It's, it's just the real, reality of the city. And so they, 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 have, they have some markets there, but then again, it's like, it's like the old whack. Yeah, we got Rice in Houston in the Houston market. We got uh, TCU and whoever else, SMU in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth market. We got all these markets, but they're like 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th on the list. 
And so Oresco goes on to say it's really critical we create the perception that we are P6. So in the playoff, um, either gets renegotiated or an extension is negotiated. And obviously that'll happen, we think. And he says that and that'll happen before the 12 years are up. Currently, year four. So that's kind of some big news there that Sano will get renegotiated and that'll happen before the time frame ends up. And that we'll get in it. That we've got a contractable and that we've got to prove. And by then, we've got to prove that we deserve it. Who knows if they're renegotiating the playoff. Maybe his thinking, oh, it's an 18 playoff. Let's say they do go to 18. You never know. Maybe they'll say there's um, six auto bids and say, or let's just, well, back up here a little bit. But let's just say it goes to eight teams. Great. Perfect. Right? And there's no automatic bids at the moment to four teams. Say they give every power league, current power league, in their five. Say they decide to, because part of what people said, they'll give the top group of five a spot in there as well. Or typically American Mountain West, the top teams will be in the mix nearly every year, sometimes the MAC. Maybe Western Kentucky or Middle Tennessee State make some noise, maybe I'll see USA down the road. But his point is if they expand it, maybe they're going to make auto bids and make six um, automatic bids, and that's there's a spot for some other team to get in. I don't know if that'd be the case, but that's his goal. And it's ambitious. And hearing him say it's not, I don't think it's arrogance. It's him planning for the future, which the Mountain West, I hope somebody at Media Days asks this, and they better. What's Craig Thompson doing to get the, our league, the Mountain West, well, I guess, you know I mean, the league we talk about here, to get into a position to say, hey, you get the benefit of the doubt. As I mentioned last show, it's only Boise State. San Diego State fans get pissed at us. Similar situation, Utah State. We're winning. We're winning. What do we have to do? Well, again, don't lose to bad teams in the Sun Belt. Sorry. I know South Alabama. I bring that up too much. I'm going to stop now. But San Diego State doesn't have a marquee win. Like, they got Stanford this year. Beat Stanford. Great. Utah State nearly beat Wisconsin. Got to beat Wisconsin. They did beat Utah a couple years ago, but Utah wasn't great that year. They got to get the big wins. Yeah, Aztecs beat Cal last year. Cal is just okay, but still a good win. They need, like, the Stanford game. That could be a top 15, top 10 team coming into the Qualcomm, into the Q. Get those wins. That's what American is trying to do, and they're getting their name out there. It's silly, but, again, I'm spending 15, two podcasts in a row and an article and tweeting with people on there, putting on Reddit, arguing at times, like, hey, what's the deal? And here's what he mentioned last year about a couple teams. Were potem- he goes, Oresco, this is the commish. Last year, we had a couple good teams that were probably as good as anybody in the group of five. True. Navy was right in the mix. Houston had the two good vic- big victories. They lost in the league. That's a problem. Got to win league games. You can't get up for OU and then lose to an in-conference opponent, no matter even if they're a 10-2 team. Because look at Boise State. They won 10 games. Nobody cares. But you lose the in-conference game. They beat Washington State last year, a ranked team at the time. I think they finished the season ranked as well or very close. You beat them good, good, but you lose to Nemec Air Force against them. Whatever, who cares? They don't care about that stuff. And so he's basically saying he needs the league as a whole to be better. And he, after hearing what he's saying, he makes a lot of sense. Because he's saying, like, absolutely we need that, referring to um, conference um, hype, I guess, SEC mentions. We know we can't get in right away. We're trying to play an upper-tier Big Ten Pac-12 team, so at least we can have a quasi-kind of contract bowl. He goes, I don't know what the next next cycle will be or be able to do that. His thing is, it's like what I said at the Mountain West. Get a better bowl contract. Boise playing Baylor in the Cactus Bowl as a backup was better. It paid much more than Aztecs playing Houston in the Vegas Bowl, despite that Vegas Bowl being a great matchup. Pay wasn't there, but again, you're playing American team. Mountain West, American, CUSA, they all want to play a Pac-12 Big Ten. But then again, Big Ten wants to play like-minded programs and schools that power conferences. And so it's... I get his point. Reading what it go, definitely go read this article from the Daily Spam Stampede. Has all the quotes in there. Oresco, one last thing here. Um, they're trying to be creative as well. Before we get to that, he's like, we've averaged 26 games against P5 the last four or five years. So you think about it. There's 12 teams in the conference now. Navy new addition. You get four non-conference games. That's 
12, it's about one or two per team, which is, which is fine, which is good. Again, you don't want to play Illinois, but you want to play like te- um, Texas or Oklahoma. You want to play in between. You want to mix it around. But he mentions, here's the thing, which I've said before, um, this P6 campaign has to continue even if you don't win them all. He's like, absolutely. The schools are proving they can play at the level. They're getting there. Like Mountain West had multiple years with ten or more ten te- or excuse me teams with ten or more wins, but nobody cares if you're not in a big money bowl game. That's a problem. Boise could go thirteen to one, and then get shut out because they don't win the conference. Nobody cares. They go to the Vegas Bowl and play Team X from Conference USA or not USA, but um, number eight Pac twelve. It's 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 just tough if you don't get in that spotlight. It's hard to do. And Americans doing a push, getting a good job. They're they're looking to um they've already talked with the ESPN to expand their contract negotiation, which is fine. They're just trying to get more money. And the way TV's going, we did a podcast months and months ago about Hulu with live TV. Um, even though it's only live channels, not necessarily live TV itself for broadcasting games. Amazon's in the NFL. You have stuff on Facebook. You have Twitter getting into live sports rights. They're gonna go. They're gonna talk the American whoever they want to get the most money. Netflix is growing huge. They said the recent earnings call. I believe it was five over five million either total subscribers growth in the quarter or overseas growth. If you can get live sports to people and because their biggest improvement for market wise is overseas. Because the U.S. I think they gained a million subscribers. I think which is still great, but they have a hundred million subscribers world, worldwide. There's people like college football in Australia. There's people like college football in South America, Africa, Europe. NFL plays. There's a reason NFL is playing more and more games, the international series in England and London. There, there's a reason for that. There's a reason they're playing games in Australia again. Hawaii and Cal last year. I think it's Rice and say Stanford is playing out in um, Sydney again this year. There's a reason for that. If you can get Netflix, great, go for it. But the American is being proactive, and the Mountain West is not. And so while we kind of joked about it, it's. They're doing the smart thing. And hearing Oresco's comments, he's not being arrogant. We want to see a table, P5, P6, blah, blah, blah. He knows there's not a spot. And he's like, here's some one last quote here that we'll go on to our other topic. I know this is dominating the show right now. He goes, you know what? First of all, I think if you'd all agree that JetBlue and Southwest Airlines are considered major carriers now. Maybe 10 years. They weren't 10 years ago or 20 years ago. JetBlue, they're smaller, but they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's his comparison. He's like, okay. But they're not like Delta, which is huge behemoth, American Airlines, U.S., British Airways, those type of things. They don't have to be. That's the point he's making about these uh, JetBlue Southwest. They're still perceived as a major carrier. The Big East wasn't the Big Ten 10 years ago. 20 years ago, the Big East wasn't the SEC, but it was still in the BCS 6. He's like, why can't we still be? And he has a good argument. A lot of these teams were in the Big East, Connecticut, uh, Cincinnati. I know the UConn are not ranked, blah, 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 but there's a good amount of teams in the current American that were in the Big East. Houston, years ago, used to be in a major conference in the Southwestern Conference. And so he has a point. In the Mountain West, my point is, read the stuff. It's We joke about it. We know there's not, not going to happen, but they're planning to get more money. What if Netflix comes in and offers more money? They decide, has to, hasting there, gets to the point where, sure, we'll take more money. We are investing in original programming. Sports is the original programming. It's live. You can watch on demand as well. Afterwards, because... Not that you watch sports after, but there's so many college football games. Why not watch it the next day? There's a market for that, I believe. We'll see if he if they decide to get, in, get into it. The Americans are already making conversations to do that. They're being more public than Mountain West. And Mountain West just needs to be more public. So we may talk. We may have one more show. I'm reaching out to the guys at Daily Stampede to maybe get a more back and forth on this because they were at Media Days, talked to a lot of people from the American, were there to hear Oresco's comments. So we'll see if we can chat with them down the road. Probably sooner than later because we're going to be busy ourselves with media days. But that's 
Jeez, that's is that the whole show right now? What time? Are we? Oh, we're about four. We're gonna do a little bit more here. A little bit more. I was gonna do a few things, but I could save this stuff for another day because I'm doing some quick hits here, not a ton of news. But it's a here's my final point in this. It's absurd to think there's a seat at the table. Not absurd. They're trying to position themselves to go from say three million to ten million per year in TV deal or media rights or whatever it may be. So, Matt, Craig Thompson, get on it. That's where my point is here. Let's stick with football here. We'll make this an all-football show. I put in our uh, newsletter uh, the other day, or I believe yesterday, about uh, Wyoming football. We know about Josh Allen. You have USA Today, Meyerberg down there. You had a lot of people going down there. ESPN's working on a feature. You've had a lot of people out to Laramie to talk about, obviously, Josh Allen because last year's nearly number one pick overall, or could have been considered by some draft folks. But one thing interesting about AD, um, was it Tom? Shoot, my internet stopping. The athletic director joined the CBS affiliate out there in uh, Wyoming. I don't think it's Laramie, but I don't know, probably one radio station for the whole state or something. But they talked. He discussed about bringing game day to Laramie, Wyoming, and um, he was mentioning, mention, excuse me, mentioning that oh, we're, we've talked to ESPN forever about bringing game day to town, and he's and he never gets a response back. Wyoming never gets the never gets the response back. Well, this year he's still inquiring. They're still inquiring out there, but he's he's targeting the Oregon game for um, Wyoming to possibly host game day, and it makes the most sense because they open up the season playing at Iowa, now newly uh, home of James Butler, former Nevada running back, Iowa, and that gives them a deadly one-two punch there. Who they have out there in that city out there in um excuse me in uh, Iowa. Sorry, I can't apologize. They had to play Gardner Webb week two, so if they're three and uh, two and uh, going to the uh, Oregon game. At home, War, War Memorial Stadium. Hopefully, Oregon gets better. They're not what they were last year. They kind of struggled. They have a new head coach, Willie Taggart's taken over from South Florida. Uh, for Oregon themselves, it'd help if they're two and zero. They play Southern Utah and Nebraska. So if they go two and zero, that could be a possibility to see um, if the Mountain West could host game day. It's been a while. I don't recall exactly. I know they've they've come out a couple times here or there to uh, college game day, but they know. Well, I mean, it's like if we have a, they have a big talent in Josh Allen. They know that if they can get some victories, they'll get a lot of pub. We've seen what Craig Bull did at North Dakota State, what Wyoming did last year, coming out of almost nowhere to where they've been in the mix to uh, win the Mountain West Conference, beating Boise State at home. But if you look at really quick week three schedule here, because um, there's always big games. Non-conference, it's tough to get in to to host game day just because big, big-time games go around the country. Florida State, Alabama just won next year. But looking at week three, on the Saturday matchup, clearly you have um, – Couple of decent ones that could be in the mix. Um, blah, 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 looking through a schedule here, May, eh, maybe not as many as we think. But you go to the evening evening slate. You have games like uh, Tennessee, Florida, CBS. Just because CBS, you got um, Army, Ohio State. Nope, not going to happen. Sorry, folks, I mis misjudged that. But when you look at the evening games matchup, you have maybe maybe it's better than Miami, Florida State game day could, game day could go there. Um, you also have um, state. Hey, hey. Well, it's not an ESPN game, but Stanford, San Diego State, that would be pretty cool if that, would be, if that were to be the case. If San Diego State beats um, Arizona State to open the year, but it's on CBS Sports Network, so I highly doubt that. But look, I got Texas, USC, but it's a Fox game. So there's a few things in the mix where, oh, it's on Channel X. We don't want to have game to go there. But there's honestly, it's probably Miami, Florida State looking at it right now. Um, you also have, let me pull up that San Diego State, or excuse me, the uh, Wyoming game here really quick again when they play Oregon. I forget what channel it's on. You would think I'd be more prepared. It's on CBS Sports Network as well. So that's a, a ding against Wyoming as well, but the amount of matchups there are high quality. There's only a couple that 
really piqued the interest. And the only ESPN game, like Miami, Florida State, ABC, game day doesn't always go to that game. But even looking at early earlier in the day, there's not like a ton of good matchups that could get in the mix. Purdue at Missouri, no. Louisiana, Lafayette, Texas A&M, not going to happen. Uh, Oklahoma State, Pittsburgh, you never know. But there's not many matchups at Notre Dame at BC. BC's been pretty terrible the past couple of years. And maybe they go there for some reason. I don't know. Um, there's not, a, again, not a ton of options there. I'm kind of rambling here going through the schedule. But looking what's there, there's not a ton of things there for to stand in the way of Wyoming. CBS Sports Network game, that doesn't help at all. But again, 2-0, 2-0. Oregon's a pretty big name. Got Josh Allen, QB there, NFL draft likely this next year. Awesome. We'll see what happens. But that's our show right now, trying to keep this under 20 minutes. Uh, check us out, Twitter, MWC Wire. Same thing on Facebook, collegefootballnews.com backslash MWC Wire. Hopefully soon to have MWCWire.com in place. So you can just type that in, but bookmark the page. Again, if you um, feeling frisky, you got a couple bucks to give us, patreon.com backslash MWC Wire. We're doing some cool things there. Um, we're not writing exclusively there anymore now that our new web home is up with CFM, but we'll put stuff there throughout time to time. Like this podcast, if you hear it early, without any ads as well, and our other podcast in season, we'll make ad-free. I know it's not a ton of ads, but heck, if you want to listen that way, get it a little bit early, go ahead and do it. We appreciate it very much. And we're back to doing these pretty much almost every day, these little weekdays, I should say. I should say. So look for them in your inbox. Um, Blog Talk Radio, tune in, iTunes, uh, just subscribe to us any way you know how to get your podcast. And uh, this has been Jeremy Moss. And always, yes, we're biased to get your team.